spray. Chop it with my stay. Shoot. Pocket full of blue strips. No, I didn't still pay. Act out. Lucky if you packed out. Really what I rap about. Find out. Know the city mine now. Get some other to lie about. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Best stay with it, no, I can't play with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Can't come with it, then I can't play with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. North side with it, so of course sign with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Can't be with wall calls. Homies on the four yard. Running up the scorecard, death threats. I ain't lose a step yet. Still hanging like a warhawk. Wartime. I was in the back seat. I was on the front lines. Smoke cuz he was popping hot. Now we on the pro club. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Best stay with it, no, I can't play with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Can't come with it, then I can't pink with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. North side with it, so of course sign with it. So what's up with it? Tell me if it's up. Can't be with You feel me, North Side? 65th Street. Free pack slip, free Gino. Free beat scrap, free Rio. Free young, young fake gonna be out by the time it's dropped. Free small hands. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a new episode of Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. It is the one, the only Trinidadian, Panamanian, Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunner, Sak Panyamada, West Indian Jesus, Corporate Geo, Giovanni Anglin. Hello, people. Yo, what's, what's going on, folks? It's Bastion this, the AKA East Coast to West Coast, back to East Coast. Hey. We're live in Queens. Gio is in Brooklyn. What's going on? And before we go any further, we'd just like to thank everyone for tuning into our show for the past. It's been what? How long, Bastion? Seven years now? Eight years? Is it that long? It it doesn't I, seem like it, but 2014, right? So, yeah. Yeah, about seven years. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so for the past seven years, thank you all so much that's been listening to us for the long way. And if you would can in and if you enjoy this show, please check out all of the older programs on our old wet on our new website, blackseinfeld.com. It has all of our old episodes and new episodes as well. Um what else? What else? Oh, it's been a week since I've done this. Why am I forgetting this stuff? Oh, also go on to uh, all of Look our... Look the script. We got a little script for this. We do have a sure. script for this. But also go to all of our podcasting platforms such as Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Audible, uh, Amazon. Wherever podcasts are available, you can find Black Seinfeld. Just type in Black Seinfeld in the Google search and... Honestly, you'll pop right up, too. Immediately. And also, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BlackSignfulNY. And we have, if you have any requests or questions, please reach us out on our email, BlackSignfulNY at gmail.com. And, if we and don't our website ans- is com. Yes. That's important. <laughs> and if we don't answer, that means no. That's, <laughs> that's very important. Answering. It's like, hey, man, I heard your song. 
mix it or this guy it's a little whack. too much curses, but or you gotta hire a new uh person that from a promoter. You gotta hire a new promoter. This person's mm-hmm. just like copy and paste email template. It's not good, man. What would it's be the good. corporate way of saying this isn't good? It's not it. This is no, not there's up no to corporate s- way when you're denying someone an opportunity. This isn't say, up hey. to standards. This isn't up to Black Seinfeld standards. No, it's like, come on, be a little bit more professional in your emails. That's all we're asking. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. And make sure your music is better than whatever Coil Array spit in that XXL freshman freestyle cipher. You know what, Bastion? I'd like to take a public announcement and, you know, just publicly apologize to Lil Mosey because I feel like we've been very hard on him since his freshman freestyle cipher back in 2019. And we've regarded it as the worst freestyle of all time. But miraculously, that has been beat this year by Coil Ray. I, I have to disagree because I Why didn't do you disagree? mind it. Like, I heard it. You sent it to me. It's like, oh, I don't hate it. I understood everything she said. No. And I, I think she just has, like, the public just, like, dislikes her. So everything she says is, like, whack. Well, you call her an industry plant, and you know how much I like her. However, yeah. comma, her freestyle to me is basically going into something unprepared and just improvising on on the spot. Now, granted, it is a freestyle, and that's what you're supposed to do. But just saying we get money and then twerking afterwards, like, okay, we get it. Like, you really didn't prepare for this. You didn't even have, like, an idea of what you want to say. In my opinion, freestyling in general um especially in a platform like double xl you have to become you have to be prepared and also they give you chances because i heard it's like an all-day event too so it's like you and me here all day everybody's gonna get the chance spit your best bars because this is what people are going to listen to like you could drop music all you want for the past two years but this is like the biggest publication that could pretty much put you out there and it's true uh, we all hate the list. We think the list is terrible. I didn't but... hate it. No, no, no. In general, like the list shouldn't exist. Oh, okay. Like have them do the list. But out of um, pretty much what where hip hop is right now, that list is pretty important. Like we look at it as like the NBA draft every year. It's like, hmm, I wonder who's going to get on the list. Right. Who's going to get that free promotion? So we could look like three years, four years back and see, hey, where they have to par. Do they do what they're supposed to do? Are they irrelevant now? Are they irrelevant? You know, or did they just switch lanes and they no longer should be in the same class as everybody else? Yeah. You, you know, we've seen our Drakes, we've seen our Wale's, Kid Cuddy's, you know, Asher Roth. You know, I remember when those guys were on the list. Uh, I do Lucy too. Fiasco. It was just like a different generation. It was a different um, time. They create, like these guys are just legends on their own lane. You can't even compare them to the same class. Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, it was just insane. Yeah, even I'd say the 2016 uh, list is pretty legendary now because back then it was like Denzel Curry, it was 21 Savage, Lil Uzi Vert. It was basically that list Kodak was a, Black. A, yeah, that list was a bit interesting because all, well, like in general, everybody is kind of like lumps on. Like it's like everybody's put together. Mm-hmm. when they come out right but those individuals like you just named they were already on their way to make their own lane yeah like you couldn't compare them like yeah they make certain references to other rappers but it's like no you couldn't compare those guys you just named 
Existencion was in that list too? 2016? I don't think so. Probably 2015, maybe? Or the year after, yeah. I could be off here. Let me let me double check real quick. Yeah, but it's like I was saying uh, a couple of weeks ago when we did the review, and I didn't know much, and you knew a few people. I knew most of them. That just shows our age, though. It's like, hey, like these aren't the we're not the target audience for these new rappers, and these rappers are all pretty much like under twenty four, anyways. Yeah, you were right. Twenty seventeen XXX. Okay. Tentacion. So, yeah, like all these guys. All these rappers, they come prepared. Last year, Megan Thee Stallion was there, right? That was 2019. That was 2019. a really good class. It was Corday, DaBaby, Megan Thee Stallion, Rico Nasty, Tierra Whack. There was a lot of women in, in that yeah. class. Uh, like, uh, Blueface. So, like, those rappers would come prepared because they work all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Right? Not. I'm not going to talk about, like... Um, like the rappers today but like those people we just named like they work every day and they show that they're working every day too so they have a lot of songs um same thing with pop smoke r.i.p pop smoke you know, right they said they're coming out with another album then someone said they have like 400 songs i don't know but, how i feel about that because i question how like are those songs even done because i don't think a lot of them would be done no i i think they would because it's not the same as rappers back in like 2000 or 2000 or like the 90s when they have like half like maybe they finished the first bars with the first 16 but then finish the second 16. Mm-hmm. now it's pretty easy because we have like the computer mm-hmm. so we get to spit all day record maybe three songs in a week and then just save it and that's it we may not go back to it but we know it's finished all these beats are pretty simple they're pretty mm-hmm. cut and paste. Like we listen to the baby. Yes. Like he has the same you, flow. Exactly. You listen to the baby song and you think like, how long did they take to put this together? Mm-hmm. It feels like a two-hour project because it sounds the same. But if you listen to um, Tyler Creator, just to throw something more recent, like you could tell the ideas were probably done at the same time, mm-hmm. but the whole thing took a long time to put together on that purpose. But for that purpose, then he did explain that he said he finished the album, I think, within three to three to four months. Mm-hmm. But he took him like over a year to kind of put everything together and make it sound good. So it, it kind of works the same. Like you got to come prepared. Like, right. Not, the, not like. But this is posthumous music. albums, too, because yeah. remember, we talked about the DMX album. And one of the problems was it felt like although they said, hey, this album was already done before X is passing. The bulk of it, yeah. Yeah, it felt like it, a lot of his vocals were unfinished, or it felt like there was an idea there of his verse, but like it just was never finished. And a lot of the songs, he was at the latter end of a track, or he was just in the beginning of a track for like 20, 50 seconds, and then it was a lot of the features. Also, with a lot of uh, XXX Tentacion's posthumous albums as well, there was a lot of unfinished ideas, and there was a lot of features that carried the bulk of the track. So when I'm so when I hear about oh there's a new Pop Smoke album coming out that's the first immediate thing I think of okay how much of it how many songs or verses are actually finished and then how min, how much padding are we gonna have with a lot of these features okay I understand like yeah. he may like they said the number four hundred 
but out of that 400, which one's actually complete? It exactly. could be like maybe 100 is complete and 300 were just ideas. Right. And then it's like once they give it to some other producer, they'll just insert a new industry plant of today and just like, oh, I have a song with pop. Like, you know. What's your obsession uh, with industry plants? No, there's not. I have no problem with industry plants. I just like how they operate. Like, some of them are so obvious. Like, come on. Like, you're trying to be relatable. Just say you work really hard. Like, people will say, like, her is an industry plant. I don't think so. I think she just works really hard. That's it. Beyonce is not an industry plant. She works really hard. Like, she had to work hard to get there. Some people work really hard to get where they are. But if you're like, now I'm going to say Khalid because, like, he's just, like, industry plant. Here we go again. Saying, like, oh, he's low-key. Oh, da-da-da. Like, where is he from? Oh, he's from Texas, I think. You know? Like, no, he worked really hard. Just say you worked hard, bro. It's not a problem if you say you work hard because to learn how to sing, to learn how to play instruments, like, takes years. And you have to be out there. If you play guitar, they have to be some footage of you playing guitar somewhere. You know, there's there's footage of, of like, drummers in the choir right. all over, right? That's how you a lot say, of singers get discovered from the choir. Exactly. Like, you know, Q-Tip and Fife, they, they went to church together. You You see footage of that, but... Yeah, that that was just a small conversation. Like people work hard, right? Yes. You could tell who works really hard. You could get comfortable when you make it. That's fine. You no, know, you get like five million dollars and you probably come up with twelve songs a year. That's fine, you know. Or you're still eating off your first single. That's fine. You're comfortable. You're doing them better than like a, a week ago. Do you think so. designer's still eating off of Panda? Because I still think he he would be. I know it's like been five years now, but designer yeah yeah I, I i think so um he should because that was a smash in my opinion it's pretty much how and this is like some like finance 101 stuff it's like it's how you do your finance right if you make 20 million and you buy a 20 million house 20 million dollar house is like you're not gonna make it yeah you deserve to be poor after that no, no, you, no one deserves to be no, 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 no. If you like, have $20 million and you just blow it on a $20 million house, you got to get your priorities and, and no, check. No, it's, it's not even that. It could be your financial advisor. Remember, Kendrick Lamar and Dan, it's like, how did the bad girl feel <laughs> when mm, she couldn't get the house? Yeah. You know, in, in reference to Rihanna. But budgeting too, bro. Mm, nah, it's not the same. I spoke. I talked to this about, we spoke about it in the show. And I talk to this about my cousin all the time. It's like, all right, if you make forty thousand dollars a year, you know how to live on that forty. But once you make eighty, you're gonna live like you're making a hundred thousand because you have more money to spend. So you're gonna spend more. It's really, really difficult to pretend that you still make forty and make eighty and you're like, Oh, I'm saving this for something. Or I'm gonna use this sporadically. Oh, I'm gonna use this for a vacation. It's like, no, I'm just gonna buy these sneakers. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's difficult. I consider so. you a minimalist, though. Like, I don't think you would you would blow money like that. If you were given twenty million dollars, the most you would do, I would see you do, is get like goals, goal um, fronts. That's about it. Fronts. Yeah. Yeah. I, like to get a lump sum of money is way different getting like a monthly paycheck because these rappers they get a monthly paycheck. No way they're getting like a million. Like they could uh, make a revenue. Of like three million, but throughout twelve months, this is how they got piece by piece by piece. And during those months, say, like, all right, so for the month of March, I made one point two. 
I'm gonna go buy me a Rolls Royce. And they probably don't do any research on how difficult it is to maintain a Rolls Royce. Well, yeah. No, and plus, do you're not even supposed I to. Promise you. And plus, you're not even supposed to drive a Rolls Royce. You're supposed to be driven in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> if it, yeah, I understand. But hey, if you want to drive it, drive it, right? I guess. So, but that's the thing. It's like it's harder to maintain. It's harder to keep. Shoot. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's second album. No, no, no. Yeah, I think it's the. Uh, Are we counting? Butterfly. Okay. I, 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 I think uh, Dr. J says like it's really easy to buy the house, but it's really hard to keep it. Yeah. That was the Pimba Butterflies on the first track. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the What's the theory? Anyone so, yeah. can get it. The hard part is keeping it. Keeping it. So mm-hmm. that's the same concept. It's like it's really easy to get it, but remember, hood bankruptcy is selling your PS4. Yeah, it is. You know, shout out to my homie. I'm not gonna call him out, but oh, uh, he sold was... the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> is he trying to get the PS5? Nah. Oh. Life. Life happened. Hey, yeah. life happens, man. Yeah, I have a relative that always tells me it's like, yo, whenever you see like he will buy sneakers off of like sneaker heads. It's like, why are you selling this shoe? Like for cheap, like for half the price. It's like, you know, life happens. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you can't sometimes you don't make enough money to keep your habits your, your hobbies. Yeah. And that's a very painful thing to do. To sell off your hobbies. That sucks. I could never But yeah, man. Life is happening to me, Bashin, which is a great segue into I got a job, a full-time job, people. That's why, well, that's one of the reasons why we weren't here last week. But also, you know, Bastion's been around doing other things. But, yeah, I got a, I got a real job, a corporate job, full-time, benefits, all that stuff. Uh, I'll say this. It's taken a bit of a, it's been taking a while to get used to. Monday through Fridays. I'm still conceptually trying to understand Mondays within itself on like why people actually start their days off with Mondays. Why do they go to work on Mondays? Mondays are miserable. And to me, at least, I haven't done anything on Monday, either like school or work since senior year of high school. And that was back in 2012. And I made it a point once I got to college, once I got to schedule my own classes and stuff, to never do Mondays again. And that even included work. I have never worked a Monday since. But then this week happened and, you know, there's no holiday reserved or anything. And I'm not going to lie, Bastion, it was tough. It was super tough. And the crazy thing, too, Monday was usually the busiest day. I'm like, why are y'all so happy? Why are y'all so preppy? Why do y'all want to be at work so bad? It's a Monday. Take some time off. Get to come back on a Tuesday. Turn up Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. You don't have that. You don't have that stuff on Mondays. When's Hump Day? Wednesday. Why is it called Hump Day? Because I consider it what, like the middle of the week. No, that's when you're you're your most active. In terms of a workplace environment, oh, so Mondays a lot of people come like, uh, you know, they do barely work, maybe one tenth the work. Tuesdays they start doing a little more work. Wednesdays when a lot of people are doing a lot of work, then going downhill. Thursday and Friday, who does work on Friday back mm. to the weekend, 
right. cycle again Monday. Um, My most brain. people, yeah. yeah, most people can't work like that. Like me, I can't work like that. Dude. Like every every day has to be a, a Wednesday or Thursday. Right, because that's how my body's been programmed. And I've been programmed to not even work five days a week, man. I've always worked four days a week. And I've always had like a three-day, um, three days off, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then work from Thursday to Saturday. Well, Thursday to Sunday because for the past, what, six years, we've been doing – well, I've been doing food, Bash. And I know you've come from that as well, being a barista in your yeah. past life. And me working at Five Guys and being and then being a barista in my past life, all I know is like working weekends and being totally cool with it because when you're in food or whatever, like it's just the norm. And then you're off Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays maybe if you get three days off. And you know that's when we get our personal stuff out the way. That's when I go to the movies like I always do on a Tuesday and just go all day for the matinee and watch you know because Space Jam is coming out. Got to watch Black Widow. Do that all day. But now I can't do that anymore. And I'm not going to lie. This normal lifestyle for me, this corporate lifestyle. It's not normal, but yeah, it's corporate. No, no, no. This is normal stuff right here. It's not normal. I promise you. None of this is normal. It's not even average. It's societal normal norm. Yeah, there you go. I I'll go for that. Yeah, it's a societal norm. Society's norm is your nine to five. Right. Um, and that's what I'm up getting. Early yeah. And, uh, you know, just getting a chance to go see by 1130. Yeah. You it... to wake up at 630. Okay. Yeah. I don't wake up at 630 yet. I wake up at 545. But, yeah, it, it gave me a whole different uh, idea of, like, corporate standards and, and, and the corporate lifestyle. Because that... Because that first initial week was my first time at like a real corporate setting, a real corporate office, a lot of uh, closed doors and walls and stuff. And that brings to me to my first point of things that I have taken for granted, Bastion. The first thing was windows. Oh, my God. There are no windows at corporate settings at all. Everything is just walls, man. It's just walls, and it's it's very oppressive, like going to work on a Monday. I'm trying to think back. I think most of my jobs, I did not have windows when I, when I think back. Um, when I used to work in Manhattan, I had a window, but when I moved out to Long Island, that spot didn't have a window. Mm -hmm. Even though it was a big mall, when you go outside mm -hmm. of like the the area that you're in, and you have to go a little further to go to see a window, but yeah, you could be in there all day, and not know what time it is if you don't check your watch. Yeah, not know what the weather's like. It, yeah, it's snowstorm. You go outside. Oh, I didn't know it was snowing. Exactly, mm. exactly. But uh, also, uh, you said something very interesting when when we saw each other last week, and you said that corporate environments they sort of beat the ninja out of you which i thought was very prolific if you remember that you said that because i was telling you this story about how this uh this client came in and it was a younger it was a younger gentleman and i was trying to relate to him and you know in in my regular use of vocabulary and i said hey um 
they'll be right out in a minute, homie. And I told you that I wasn't scolded at, but I had a very stern talking to because I can't use the term homie. I have to use the term sir. Doesn't matter if the gentleman had on a nice silky do-rag or he had on Jordans or he was 16. I had to use appropriate language. Yeah. It's depending on where you are, like New York City, mm-hmm. there's kind of this plateaued um perspective. Maybe plateaued I won't say emotion, but like standard. Yeah. Of of um maybe talking, maybe how to deal with certain situations because they want it to be consistent all all the across way the board, right. So um just in case they're dealing with one situation in one location and that same person deals with that same situation in another location and they see it's dealt the same exact way. That's training working. That's corporate working. Yeah. You know, consistency. Like my, it's not my favorite place, but like the number one spot for like corporate consistency is like McDonald's. Right. And I'm pretty sure if people saw the founder of the movie, you understand is you could own the franchise, but you're paying the lease for the land and right. that's how it works but if you're leasing that land you also have to use the rules you have to use how they dress how they cook the food time um how they do the orders if you're doing specials is how you do sport special it creates this consistency so if i'm on jamaica queens and i decide to go all the way to i don't know like elizabeth new jersey it's the same type of standard right it, and it's weird to transform yourself to that standard especially yeah and especially if this is like your first week in it and your first time actually in it but thankfully i actually enjoyed being in that environment just to just to experience it because i've never experienced it before but now i got transferred over to my new branch which is a bit more well a lot more laid back i get to wear basically whatever i want so i get to show up like my true self get to have my hair down and there's windows, so that's really good. And there's music, too. Like, I caught some Raphael Sadiq earlier on today. And I was like, okay. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all got some here. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like that branch matches my personality well. Especially since I'm going to be at Flatbush, too. So, perfect. Yeah, you just have to get through the transition period. Yeah. And once you're past that and you make it like this everyday habit, yeah, it can either like destroy your personal life or it just will be one with your personal life. There's no such thing as workplace balance. Really? Um, I don't think so. Oh, I've, I've done multiple jobs and I don't think there is. Unless you're doing your own solo stuff, you're still thinking about that solo stuff. Like during the time when we both weren't working really mm-hmm. and we we're doing Black Seinfeld, we spent a lot more time on Black Seinfeld. Right. And we used that time to kind of recreate the brand, do the website, do the design, just like other things to prepare for it. That's but now true. we have something on the side. We put it on the side. We are thinking about it all day, but we're not putting the same energy into it. So that, right. means, you know, you know. Right, because uh, I was busy getting indoctrinated by all their practices and, and stuff, the terminology. Another workplace has replaced the workplace. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, I'm we're Caribbean. I'm happy I have two jobs again, so that's good. 
yeah still here at the station doing what i do but you know need something a bit more steady too man i, I need it's, and benefits they growing exactly and that's and that's the that's the wave i'm not gonna lie though when i when i went to go see a lot of my uh, like chef buddies and stuff they were laughing at me they were making fun of me they're like oh look guys g giovanni went corporate i'm like yeah 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 but guess what i got benefits so if I get into a fight or an accident, I get to go to the hospital and I get taken care of. No you have problem. To make sure you can't throw a punch, but sure, you, you'll be taken care of. Right, but you get the point, Bastion. If something <laughs> happens, I'm good, okay? Allegedly. 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 But how Speaking about... Allegedly. Yes. Let's talk about 4th of July. Yes, 4th of July, a.k.a. A lot of people have been calling it now uh, Juneteenth Part 2. For some reason, what does that, that mean? I don't know, but I guess they they just find an excuse to sort of celebrate July Fourth because I kind of celebrated July Fourth by going to a rooftop party in Brooklyn, which was pretty tight, and we got to see the Macy's fireworks on display and also other fireworks happening simultaneously all at the same time. So that was fun, but. How was your 4th of July, man? What did you do? Yeah, so for my 4th of July, I was in Washington State visiting my girlfriend's family, you know, getting to know them. And it was a very interesting experience because I was on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, what, I, I do want to make a joke about flying, right? So when I went to Washington, I took uh, Alaska Airline, and it's my first time taking it. I'm usually in JetBlue. Right. And just to see how they did things a, a little bit different, but still the same. But one thing I noticed coming back is they ran out of snacks. Ooh, and that's like a five, six hour flight, right? Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. But it's pretty much hitting like all the airline industry, like not even just the airline, just like all industries. There's like they're slacking somewhere. Right. So I just want to point that out just in case y'all listeners you go on the flight, make sure you buy snacks at the concession stand. Absolutely. You know, make sure you buy your favorite snacks and not something you like to try. Trying new food is overrated sometimes. But speaking of food, uh, sushi in Seattle is 15 out of 10. So now I think that New York uh, sushi is 6 out of 10. Mm. Uh, the sushi and the food and the seafood in Washington State is amazing. Well, the water is different. Like, Huh? The water is different. Every, I won't say the water is different, but the fishing style is different. Like well, there's like fishermen's over there. Well, you're on fishing. Pacific coast though, no? Yeah, but it's like the fishermen's fishing compared to on what I learned. Like something like salmon is uh, everything on the east. Yeah, everything on the east coast is farmed. Yeah, dude. compared to the west coast. So that's why you're gonna have two different styles. I've seen food ink. Yeah, feeding so, fish corn and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you when you get that, it really does influence the taste of pretty much everything. It's like a domino effect. But I was pretty shocked to enjoy my sushi the way I did. I was like, oh, it's sushi, you know, you choose whatever. They mix it up together, a little mango here and there, whatever. But I was like, no, this is this is amazing. The spicy mayo is on point. What, what's going on? Immaculate. So, immaculate i was shocked <laughs> you know i haven't really spoken this highly on food since italy and i know you're annoyed when i came back like yo oh yeah because over time. there fluffy delicious 
not overbearing with butter. The problem I have with like New York City's croissants, espressos. Yeah, yeah, you're annoyed from that. But Hell it's, yeah, it's, don't do that, bro. Come back and like, ugh, you know, it's so much better. Man, go over there then. I would, but expense. Yeah, exactly. No, the whole thing is to bring it over here. But I'm pretty sure that's why things are over here in New York because people try to bring it over here. And it's not as good. Because the resources are terrible. Exactly. No, I can't eat goat in the United States. I got to get it from Haiti. That's what people in the Carib- from the Caribbean always say about, you know, bringing food over from here and stuff. Every time I get doubles, right? Oh, it's good, but it's not as good as it is, as it is in Trinidad. That's- I would love to try Trinidad double. I love double. I don't make it. I barely get it, but when I eat it, it's, it's delicious. delicious. With black sauce, I don't know what it is. Tamarind sauce. Tamarind sauce. You yeah. have to text that to me later. I got you. That's that's crack, bro. I got you, man. But yeah, you all. We hear. I hear it every time I go and get some doubles, man. This is great, but it's not as good as it is back home. <laughs> and I'm sure you have you have that stuff too, with, with your Haitian home. cuisine. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand goat, bro. <laughs> I've seen goat farms here. Right. It should be the same. Like, it. We, I don't think we over-process goat in America. I don't know, do we? Well, I mean, I know, like, goats to Americans seem, it's, it seems bizarre. It seems off. It seems weird because it's not, like, a, a real meat that they eat like that. Yeah, yeah. So I know it, I know it's a bit of a cultural thing. But just to kind of go back, it, the fish over there fish was over amazing. There. Yeah, uh, Washington is really cool. There's this mountain called Mount Rainier, uh, which was overwhelming to see because while you're driving, it's like really in front of your face. So to see a, a, a mountain and still see the toe, snow at the top of it, wow! And it feels like it's in front of you, but it's definitely over a hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very uh, humbling experience. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, over there in Washington, it's like record record uh temperature heat and yeah, you still I, get to see the snow that's nuts that's cool no, actually i was actually I, I was actually told the snow from like when they you know people that look at it every single day a lot less snow oh a lot less snow hmm. but global warming isn't real people remember that hmm. damn every day is getting worse it is getting worse but also while we're still on the subject of july 4th Big shout out to the Glizzy Gladiator himself, Mr. Joey Chestnut, for breaking the record of Glizzy's guzzled in 10 minutes. This man scarfed down 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And after seeing that video, did you see him look disgusted within himself? Like he looked like he was about to puke. (laughs) It looked like he had... Six White Castle hamburgers, and he questioned himself, and he questioned why the hell did he did that, but with 76 glizzies. Shout out to him, but Jesus Christ, man. And, and this is the story I always tell people, um, me and Gio, after a show, uh, maybe like four, three, four years ago. This was back in 2018. 2018. I remember it vividly. We left, went straight to Coney Island to watch some glizzy getting guzzled some glizzy goblin and i could just tell you like we were just disgusted within the first like minute it's like oh oh, yeah this is this is gross it's gross but it was just intriguing to see highlights are great because they don't show you the whole thing they only show you like the last second which is important right 
Um, but to watch like all ten minutes and like, oh, mm-mm. but there but was was there always a chugging one? No, that was the up? first one. That that was the first ever chugging thing, and our guy, my guy, Badlands Booker, also known as Badlands Chugs, who's like a world-renowned eater slash chugger, has his own YouTube. Uh, he he participated in I think the the lemonade chugging competition, and he yeah. smoked that. And I feel like they made that just for him because he's friends with everybody there. Yeah, he has to. He they had to have. He they had to because they had they wanted him to win something at least. At least I didn't have to hear him rap this year, which is always good. Yeah, he had a rap album. Oh, but when I found man. his YouTube channel, I started to appreciate him more because yeah, he was like, he's a cool dude. He was it was chugging like uh grape soda and it's like no yeah i could barely drink like <laughs> goes it down for like three seconds but my throat hurting it's like oh man this guy he got the technique for it too he's like i have to take some oxygen out then just keep going he's got I, a I, strong I, I could watch there. i could watch chugging i can't watch the hot dog guzzling yeah it's gross because what they do is like they take two two glizzies and they they pause they they start eating the glizzies then they take the water and they take the bread the hot dog bun they dip it in the water so they can compact the 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 bread and then they they eat it that's how they eat the the glizzies and someone's behind them making sure they eat it right yeah. exactly two four mm-hmm. six and the number is going yeah, it's disgusting, but also very, just very compelling and very intriguing to watch. Yeah, I, I need that every 4th of July. Every 4th of July. And I'm not going to watch it, but it. I like to see the highlights. Exactly. You know? And just stop rapping. Remember when he just kept rapping that same song when we went there? I guess they were doing like commercial break or whatever, and bat, they just put Badlands Booker out, and they, he just kept rapping the same damn song. I started booing him. Everyone started laughing at me for booing him because it wasn't a good song. Let's be real. It really was. I, I respect him for his craft, but not that craft. Exactly. There it is. And why every black dude just got to start rapping? Don't no, you everybody. ever hate that? No, I don't. That's I do. Fine. Nope. I think rapping should be for a lot of people a hobby and not trying to turn it into a career. Turn it into a hobby. Sell it for free. I like that. I like so, that. Sell it for free. Don't make any like nah. Make some money off of it. Go ahead, be you king. But uh, most people, it should be a hobby. Like, if you want to freestyle and funk flex, go ahead. But don't try to like keep your day job too. Do both. Facts exactly. Yeah, but hey, you know they hit you up. If Meek Mill hits you up for a beat, mm-hmm. don't do it. Bastion's favorite rapper J Cole once said, "Life is all about the evolution. You can dream." But don't neglect the execution. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Very, very fitting. And it should be fitting for the next song. Yes. The first song of the week. First song of the week, Bastion. I want you to be transparent here. Because this song is fire. This, I don't know if you've heard it. This is uh, Life is Like a Dice Game from Nas. Which, by the way, this was a demo that Nas created back in 90, 91. So like this was like Illmatic Nas. This was Nasty Nas. And he just created this demo, Life is Like a Dice Game, but he's never finished it until now. 
and he has two features on it, one being Freddie Gibbs and Corday. So I want you to hear this track, take it in. Talk Be about hard work. My man's working real hard. Yeah, he is. He was at just over at uh, France, no? Yep. All right, here we go. Life is like a dice game. Nas, Freddie Gibbs, Corday. We'll be right back. Once again, you're tuning into Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing, only on 99.5 FM, WBAI New York, and all of the podcasting platforms that you're listening to right now. Stay tuned. Yo. Yeah. It's that. It's that. To maintain is the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. To maintain is the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. And maintaining the, check me out, listen, uh, life's a gamble, although the stakes are heightened, I can handle any darkness that tries to penetrate, my light is ample, set the right example, my doctrines are divine, I live life on this earth to complete what's assigned, my mission given, I was birthed the same year as it was written, I've been faster in the mitten to strengthen my intuition, and sometimes shit you run out of luck, but how my dice roll, from dominoes to maestros, to completing life goals, my price rose, as soon as I decided, to never ever be misguided, I know that indicted from the street they confided with their best friends until they seen that paperwork writing life's a if this connection is the price of bliss though elation often leads to paths of righteousness i confess a welcome feeling blessed no stress with the freedom to express but she was i wake up every morning thinking what i'm about to do today it's gotta be a better way maintain the price of fame life is like a dice game Life is like a dice game. Hey, 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 hey. You know what I'm saying? Life is like a, you know what I'm saying, a dice game. But you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't gamble. You dig what I'm saying? I, you know, I'd rather spend my money on stuff. You know that, that, that pleasure me, my pleasure. You know. Women, we started out 150 dime back to mama house, making 500 a week, thinking about dropping out. So dope in front of my brother, but he a doctor now. This week, Greg showed me just what that rock about. Whip game, I got a thing for cooking crack, man. Off a dub on them scribbles, I make it back bang. Fans with the IRS on me, they said the tax bang. Streets cold, ain't nothing cut though like the rap game. The rap game. Do you wanna be in it, wanna be sent yeah. it? Facade wanna be winning. Uh. I said being famous from the beginning. Big rabbit Instagram wanna ban me for posting pictures. So I wake up in the morning thinking what I'm gonna do today. It's gotta be a better way. To keep changing the price of cane, life is like a dice game. I wake up with the call, I think you're getting something new today. Something new today. Aston Martin Blue today. You tripping, so I ride with that thing. Life is like a dice game. I wake up every morning thinking what we gonna do today. It's gotta be a better way to maintain it's the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. To maintain it's the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. Never knock a brother 
I'm anti-jail for real, smooth criminal skill, locked in a human flesh shell, watching get rich beside me, pushing a fly V, why me, up in the passenger seat, but I see me as Holly Selassie in my kingdom, sipping Asi Spumante, drifting, reality kicks in, I need the pace to start clicking, gotta connect out in Richmond, ain't in the fam, a pitching, it's on, word is born, that's my name, Big Nas, all wise and civilized, from the northern hemisphere of the earth, peace to my son and thanks to the birth of destiny. That's a name, it's going on, you know my name, Big Nas in the house, y'all, on the freestyle tip, when I finish this shit, it's sure to be a hit, this original recording hit the street by 93, was just a leak, the verse was incomplete, reconstructed the beat, so we could fuck up the street, back to the future, patch up the bloopers, match up the cadence with the back in the day, a blast of nasty Nas with Savia, don't act surprised, this ain't for advertising, showing off, I blast with mine, life is a dice roll, there's money on the ground, what's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's a game. All around. I wake up every morning thinking what we gonna do today. It's gotta be a better way to maintain is the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. To maintain is the price of fame. Life is like a dice game. Life is like a dice game. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. That was Nasty Nas featuring. Corday, Freddie Gibbs, Life is Like a Dice Game, Bastion. I know you enjoyed the song. It's a good song. It's very good, actually. Very, very good. I know. I'm surprised. I'm not a Corday hater, I promise. I just. You're just jealous. No. I didn't like his first album. I was I wanted a little bit more, but I think his new music is getting much, much better. Um, and he's getting much better. And I actually like this verse. And I like him on this beat, too. Yes. So I was like, all right, maybe Corday just needs certain beats and I could help him like just get get out there a little bit more. Not the easy stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I like this. Like I said, I'm not a Corday hater. I just didn't like his first album. But he does have a lot of good music. I'd like to and, explore that because I don't think you're you're not a fan of his rapping. I just think you may be a bit jealous that he would have nailed me Osaka. That's just me. No, dude. The thing about Corday is his first album. I, I it's like every time I it's listen to his first album, it's like not a bad album. No, Lost every, Boy. Every time I listen to it, it's like, damn, he's really going easy. He's really going safe with these bars. I've never heard someone so safe with a verse before. Maybe like, maybe Big Sean's first album. Oh yeah. But like, this is very safe. You know, try to rhyme more. Try to tell your story. Come on, he like he was telling a story. This. It was, it was pretty boring for me. Like I said, it's like it had a lot of greatness in it, and a lot of like, hey, if he turns this up, and I think he will one day, it's gonna be really, really good. So I, I have a, I have an eye for him. That's I think fine. he's gonna come with his best album soon. Was it bad that once I listened to that song, like I automatically knew, like. This isn't the new Nas. Like, this has to be some old Nas right here because this is really good and exceptionally good. Nas can make good music. It's just about, like, who's in, which producers in the room and, yeah. like, they force the who's good stuff the out of them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, yo, Nas, like, like, come on, we heard We Major. Right. A lot of, a lot of people like me listen to We Major. It's like, wow, this is good. Then we listen to Illmatic later on. It's mm -hmm. just the age thing. Exactly. But... <laughs> or you hear like one mic or 
I know I you're can. Right, you're right. I know I can. We uh, right. one mic. Well, I heard that before. We major exactly. Yeah, because that's oh. what the kids sing in in school. I know Love that I song. Can. I do too. It's a great song. I don't think it aged one hundred percent well, but you don't it's think still so? A good song. No. Some songs don't age well at all. Like "Runaway Love." That no. Uh, that that was no. No, I agree there. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I got that got that broke men down. Oh man. I got people in tears. It was an it was an emotional video and song too, but especially the video. Poor Kiki Palmer. Yeah. It was it was a bit much. It was. But yeah. hey. you guess you can still make that music today. So. Hey, you know what's the crazy thing too? I think that was the same album where he had Moneymaker on as well. So you see the dichotomy of ludicrous? Yeah, I don't think so. Don't I don't think, think so. so. I, I think this is like this is when he cut his album hair. after that. It was the album after. I I'm pretty sure this is okay. like when Ludacris is getting a little bit more played out. Yeah, this is like, when he, he cut his, his hair. Hits, yeah, yeah, his hits. As you made fun of me, it's like a Ludacris was my favorite rapper. It's like yeah, he had everything. He was making real music. Okay. <laughs> The kids were listening to it. It's like when you want to put your Eminem away for a bit, you want to listen to some like some music. Ludacris got you. I couldn't listen to Exhibit. Okay. Like I still can't listen to Exhibit. But like you know, Ludacris thought, yeah, you can do that. It's for kids. <laughs> the music video. <laughs> That's fair. Man. Yeah, he was a cartoon character. Ludacris definitely was him. Eminem, Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott. That's, they're definitely that's what I mean. It's like characters. some things are just easier for kids to grab, gravitate to. You mm. know, you can't teach kids to Nas. They don't care. Hell yeah, I don't care about none of that crap back then. Are you crazy? Like, only if like if a kid likes Nas, that means they have an older brother that only plays Nas, and he's not allowed to play music that's not the older brother's music. Right? Yeah. That's it. I that's would say it. I would say the same. Definitely. That's it. Jay Z, he made. Jay Z was lyrical, but like he made, he knew how to make like just songs. Jay Z's like watching a superstar. Like if, if you don't watch basketball, but you kind of watch it, and you're Michael Jordan, it's like mm-hmm. you're just going to know Michael Jordan. That's right. what Jay Z is to the rap game. Like even if you don't listen to his albums, you know he's the best rapper of all time. Right. You don't know why. Right. Never seen him. Exactly. You know, to him, but he is. He, he said something on the Black album when he was like. Um, I was always a fan of common sense, but like ever since I made like like a first mill or, or like a hit record, I ain't rap like common sense or something like that. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I could be lyrical if I want to, but making these songs are a lot better and I make more money doing it, so it's also a little bit enjoyable. It you know? is. I liked Big Pimpin'. I know he hates it now, but you know, I'm twenty six. I'm big pimpin', spending cheese. Up in NYC. Yeah, man. All right, let, let's get into a little bit of politics. Let's get serious now. Get a little bit of seriousness about the other day, assassination of the Haitian president. I'm not going to talk into it too much because every single day, more news unravels. And it's, it's like a wild goose chase a little bit. Just saying mm-hmm. like they want to solve the plot as soon as possible. And depending on... What's your view on history is, especially U.S. history in foreign countries? Uh, you'll have a, your own perspective. You kind of will come up with your own ending to the story. And you just want to see how it unravels. But at the same time, 
the villain for the story may be the one that's also doing the detective work as well. <laughs> mm, but that's kind of like, like 46? I said, it all depends on your perspective of history. Right. And I'm interested in hearing your perspective of history because you are Haitian as well. You are a Haitian man. You identify. You, you always say you're not black. You are Haitian. <laughs> so, I say that as a joke. I'm I black. Know, I know. I know. I know. Bastion. But <laughs> but anyways, when you put that on the list, I was intrigued because one, we almost rarely never really talk about Haiti like that. Well, the, the current events happening in Haiti, because this was a building thing like this just didn't happen overnight. Like. We've seen the process of what's been happening at, at Haiti, in Haiti. And for me personally, seeing the news of the president's assassination, me personally, I wasn't shocked that it happened. Off um, of what you've been listening these past couple of months. Right. right. Or, or just the stuff that I've been seeing. Right. Like, I wasn't shocked that it happened. I was just, I was a bit more... um taken back on the the american uh action being taken to yeah it's like not to get too much listeners out there it's like i I will only talk about surface level stuff yes (laughs) because uh it's like i said more news stories coming out of it and maybe one day i'll just encourage up to talk about some nice foreign policy right uh but it's just like pretty interesting what's been happening these past couple months especially with the gangs violence going on uh noted government officials paying the gangs and corruption. pretty much huh corruption corruption pretty much everything you could think of for what's going on in haiti right um you probably heard in the news like Colombian detected um colombian officers came there for training the police force that, that was something that came up a lot before in the past then of course you hear the assassination and you also heard about them uh, shooting and injuring his wife as well, who is who didn't go to uh, from Haitian hospital. She went to uh, a hospital in Florida, and she's there right now, um, out out of bed, awake, um, post surgery, and everything. The the reason people are really thinking about it, if you talk to a Haitian person, what they're really looking into is like who killed the president. Mm-hmm. because he had a lot of enemies, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little graphic. Just want to describe this, uh, a small scene. He was shot 12 times. Now, if you're assass- trying to assassinate somebody, you know, you try to one, one and quick done. and run. One and done. One and done. One and done. And throughout, like, history, it all depends on, like, who kills the, I could say, who kills the leader at the time. If Is it the people? Mm-hmm. Is it an... Uh, the opposition is a, a separate organization like those are just like fingers that you could try to point at mm-hmm. and eventually you know time will reveal who really started it and when time reveals it not much things really happen mm-hmm. so that's why i don't want to talk about it as much i'm still learning my dad's more into is, is, is like really really into haitian politics he's always been part of that right um Someone who I actually do know was on um, Democracy Now, Dawood, and he did talk about it as well. I did send you the video for you to check out. Yes, you I did. do recommend people kind of uh, watching that, even though there was a bit of an argument that happened there. Uh, check it out. And it's, it's like I said, it's just interesting. 
everybody in Haiti did, did not like this president. This president, right. I said it earlier this year, he was like, they, they, they said, hey, bro, it's time for you to go. Yeah, and, and that was that was how, how a lot of this stuff kicked off because he didn't want to go. He he did this illegal extension where he just stayed in office. And, and he got the okay from both Trump and Biden. Right. That's something to like pretty point out. Biden's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, we see him as the president, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, once once all those things happened, yeah, um, so, they were protesting every single day. Exactly, but then, like the gang violence and a lot of people were being killed. A lot of people's homes are being taken over. And a lot of people are running to the Dominican Republic. A lot of people are losing their houses that they had for over for generations. Some mm-hmm. people can't even go back home. That's how crazy it is over there. Right, right. So for this to happen, and I, I this is something. For the people just to kind of focus on, if your president dies, wouldn't the people be out in the streets? Right. It's, it's, it's kind of different over there. So that that's that's like the most surface level stuff I could like really discuss. And I think just like talking to Haitian people and trying to listen to Haitian news or sources of people in haiti will be a lot better than you know people like me Um, i'm pretty much getting my sources from the people in haiti as well um so like if you want to keep an ear on what's going on try to look for a haitian perspective it's really difficult to get the real real source from all this propaganda media i'm telling you every time i read an article i read them all i have time you know i have two minutes to read an article they're missing a lot of information. And it, it, like I said, it's, of going probably, it's probably going to be like this for, I'm hoping for a couple of weeks, but realistically, like the truth will be set in stone, like maybe in a couple of years from now. So you, you might probably, you probably seen like a lot of articles already pointing fingers. This is the president right. who planned it. He's in Florida, you know, the 68 yeah. year old who used to do this. You know? Right. I, de- I have been seeing that. I, I definitely have been seeing that. Hey, all I say is just like, no, if they say that, all right. But I don't know if I'm allowed to ask you this question, Bashin, but ask away if I I can't answer, I'll say no. But to me, um, I don't think um, that this, that this case to me, at least of who exactly assassinated the president is that complex to me because it's complex you think so it's very complex like i said he had a lot of enemies right who did it right and and i don't know if a we ever will know but we will we know why it happened like we know why it happened no one knows why it happened that's that's the that's dude that's what i'm saying it's complex you can say you think why it's happened but why they did it now why didn't wait till the end of the year Mm. why didn't they set up an election why didn't they, you know, there's a lot of whys or how, it's like the hows are kind of there already, mm-hmm. but it's like, why? Why now? Like I said, they, they shot him 12 times. They got his eye out, bro. You don't assassinate people like that. That's Murder's murder. Like that. Yeah, that's murder. What does that mean? You know, it, it's like I said, I put it out there. I'm not giving you my perspective because I don't really have one. You know, I have like from what you see in the media you know try to read the twitter tweets i think those threads are better than the articles sadly enough um well it's twitter after all yeah a little you got a lot more perspective from there a lot of if you know haitian people 
their parents listen to the news every single day. So try to like ask them questions and they'll give you a couple perspective on what they hear is going on over there. So like, I remember, I think you, my boy Shadman, both text me the same thing about like, I'm like, bro, <laughs> you already knew. I, I no, I didn't know oh, okay. because I was in I was in uh I think Washington. I was in Washington. So I'm like waking up three hours behind y'all in front of yeah, behind y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, this is crazy. I'm looking at it like, oh wow, this is I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple hours for me to even think about it. Even my girlfriend's like, Oh, why didn't you tell me this happened? It's like, it's like yo dude, I was asleep. <laughs> no, it's like no, like the whole day. It's like the end of the day. She asked me, Why didn't you tell me this happened? It's like, yo. I don't even know what happened. I can't even talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. That's how crazy it is. Mm. And I still feel like that today. It's like, I will like this, you know, you got to see the end of the movie. See how this story progresses on. Because you said, like, you know why, but, like, I promise you, it's it's, comp- it's complicated. Mm. Why is complicated? Like, why, you know, it, it's, it's weird. That's all I can. <laughs> I'm going to keep okay. repeating myself. It's just very surface. But if more comes into light, and the facts are there. We could probably do a whole episode about it. Cool. Well, I look forward to that if it does happen. If not, you know, hey, our boy is back. He's been doing the same F-ish. And I'm really Goku happy. Himself. Yes, Goku is back. He has turned Super Saiyan God Blue Mode Basin Basic Instinct. He is back. He's better than ever. And this is how we know that 45 has been hanging out with rappers a lot because it seems like, you know, he, whenever he pops up, he's in album mode. And this latest pop-up was definitely album mode because apparently uh, former president 45 is still playing president. Like he has his own podium. He has his own seal, but instead of the seal saying the president of the United States, it says the office of Donald Trump, which is that even allowed? Can he do that? I'm trying to think how other presidents are doing it. I'm pretty you guys. You're still president for life. Exactly. You still I have mean, secret service keep, for life. You, my fault. You still president for life. Okay, dictator. You still have the title of, of president. president. You get secret life. service for life. You get secret service. Uh, but you know he he has like he has his own uh, compound that looks like the White House, which is weird. Hey, you know, maybe the White House decor, you know, been there for four years. You can't live without it now. Yeah, but, you know, his whole setup, it's just. It's like what they said on CNN. It's like he's he's like the pretender in chief right now. And can he do that? You can do whatever you want. I mean, I love it because he's crazy, but like. Can he actually realistically do that? Is he crazy or extremely confident? I think he's arrogant. Both. But... <laughs> I'd say all of the above. Arrogant, confident, and crazy. But also, he knows how to brand himself well still. Oh, yeah. And that's what he's doing. I like how you said it's like a rap album. Because yes. when an artist is getting ready to drop something, they're everywhere. They, they go events they start uploading a lot more Mm -hmm. because it seems like he was not as active and all we hear is like stories about what's going on inside 
right like, and what he wants to do and what he wants to do and you know we we try not to look at that we try not yeah you know trump was our content for a long time just he was like a lot of other, journalists content. everything ever yes but we know how to move on we know there's other things to talk about we, we haven't talked spoke. about him since january to be fair we, yeah we didn't no we talked about him a little bit but yeah to be fair and was it C- CPAC? Yeah, was, CPAC happened CPAC again. Conference happened over the weekend. Good old Texas. And I, I hope those uh Democratic the the Democrats in Texas. I hope they are never found. Okay. The Republicans? No, the Democrats. Oh. Because of the voting bill, uh, the Democrats are walking out. They're trying to go in hiding, and the Republicans are right are like, "Yo, we're gonna track." If we have to, we're going to track down these Democrats and, and freaking send their asses to jail <laughs> for walking out on this um, on this um, voting rights bill or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. good old Texas. Good old Texas, which is very progressive, but the, the balance right. of the voters aren't, aren't really there. Yeah, you see who's in power. You see, you, see power. How, you see how they rolled. We talked about Texas. We talked about the, the power grid and all that stuff earlier. And... CPAC was very interesting because I was watching it and he is a rapper because he freestyles all day, every day. Bro, this man legit talked for two hours straight. I went to go shower. I came back. He was still talking. Was it two hours? It felt a long time. It was two hours, man. He came out with a crappy Western pro-America gun-ho track. America... We love nah, I thought the you. intro was fire. Nah, <laughs> dog. The best pro-America song ever is Team America World Police. America! Yeah! Yeah. He, he, it felt like three hours for some reason. Because I was doing multiple things. Okay. Was, it, was I watching soccer? I think it was like... Uh, yeah, it was soccer. It was England. You were watching England... <laughs> versus Italy. Yeah at the same time it was happening so mm-hmm. i kind of went downstairs and i had like because the airpod is pretty far and i connected to my ipad i was like all right i'm gonna watch this game gets this kick like uh, penalties yeah shootout yeah shootout and of course italy won gang gang and then, and then um racism in england right still there shout out to all our irish listeners i know y'all were happy my friend kieran yeah. i was talking to him he was jumping for joy <laughs> he was hyped do it for the Irishman. Yeah, and and then I went back to the video and it's like, oh, he's still I talking. Kinda, I'm I'm listening on my left. I I'm not paying attention to be honest, and, because he's not saying anything. Right, but no, you know, he was saying, and this is how I'm gonna loop it back to one of the st- topics that we were gonna talk about. He was saying, all all the prices have been have been inflated. All the Mexicans are back. You see what happens when you're with Sleepy Joe. Everything that we've done here. During my regime, you know, low taxes, um, low gas prices, low everything, no Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, that was getting me heated. Yeah. I was angry. It's like, dude, this is cause and effect. Right. Inflation doesn't happen in six months just because. Like, no, inflation happens for things that happened a year ago. No, Bastion. In the world of Donald Trump and in the world of CPAC, it happened because Sleepy Joe is now the president. And, and under the regime of Trump, the regime. the prices will go back down again. And see, this is how he this is why he does this so well, because these CPAC people and 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 Donald Trump himself, I feel like 
Hitler would be proud of that speech. Legit. Nah, I, so I will proud. refrain from using uh, that that Hitler thing because of how many uh, Republicans keep comparing small things from like vaccinations to the way Nazis do stuff. However, let's not forget that um that emblem that happened a couple months ago from the first CPAC of 2021 on Cancel America where it's, it was it was yeah. some Nazi regalia. That, I'm just saying that was man. suspicious. Republicans will love to keep comparing like regular things to the nazis but won't really compare it to the things that should be pointing out as like nazi memorabilia in their own C cpac that's what i'm saying man they 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 have some i'm not i'm not trying to say they got some ties here but i'm just saying coincidence yes. i think not something suspicious exactly that's all i'm saying that's, that's, what, that's why i said what said. i said that's suspicious that's weird mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly that's why i said what i said yeah, I I feel you. I, I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. And the whole ceasefire thing is just. And there's a couple senators there or congressmen that were there. Yeah, they they got a shout out. Yeah, definitely got a lot of shout outs. But I, but I still think Trump got like the best freestyles. Oh, of course, man. He knows yeah. how to. He knows how to um, talk about nothing. Yeah, he just has the crowd in the palm of their damn hands, and he just knows how to just make them dance. He's he's really good at that. I'm not gonna lie. He's he lost good the crowd at that. for one second. Well, how when did he lose the crowd? He lost the crowd when he was talking about vaccinations. I must have been in the shower then. That was an early part of the speech. Maybe 20 minutes in, uh, he was talking about. How like oh they said it's gonna take two years and take five years whatever but it took us a couple months. Oh, I did see that. out. Yeah, you do remember. I did see like, that. You probably didn't listen to the crowd how quiet they got. He was waiting for them to cheer, but they ain't cheering loud. Like he's out here saying like yo the vaccine's out here and I did it. It was me. I'm the one that made the vaccine. Sus. <laughs> and everybody was like, like no. Remember at. at Remember how they point black people are the reasons that no one's getting the vaccines? Like, right. No, it's like, like no. Republican men, 50%. Mm -hmm. It's a high number, 60%, I think. Republican yeah. men do, don't want to take the vaccine shot. So it's like, this is proof. The crowd is like, they're not saying anything. They're not going to boo him. Of course. Because they're there for him. Exactly. He's the main he's, event. He's the headliner. He, he's the headliner. Exactly. I hate how we like use these analogies. Like, yeah, he's a rapper. He yeah. is though, man. This, 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 this is his festival. Exactly. You know? It really is. They, they've built CPAC around him now. CPAC, Coachella pack. Hmm. Mm. Suspicious. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. I mean, the first CPAC that that occurred, like in what uh, February? It, it didn't happen. It happened not too long ago. It happened like at least March. Is, I want to say. The best is yet to come. Yeah. Uh, well, that frightens Gil me. Gillahan? Gil Gilroy? Trump's, uh, Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. Oh. Uh, it, 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 I'm losing the name. But anyways, yeah, like, it, it just, it, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about the, the best is yet to come? How do you, you feel about that? Um. Oh, yeah, with his, like, last speech. And it's like, yeah, you know, make America. Uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Ah, that's her name. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's he just ended the speech. Like, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're going to come back stronger than ever. And he did shout out the people that were supporting him. And he did call out the people that, like, did not support him. 
Um, it's uh, yeah. Mm. Mhm. Yeah. This is uh, this is fun. This is funny. I hope nothing comes out of it. I really hope, like, honestly, Bastion, it just disappears. I want to say that I agree with you, but. I don't know, man. We we've, we've been seeing a lot of these voter suppression laws happening. Uh, we we've we are seeing. Um, we're seeing the the tension thickening almost between, you know, the new MAGA the new MAGA regime and and for lack of a better terminology, Democrats. Uh, I know every year, like every every month, people are saying, oh, America is, is way more divided than ever. I, I mean, I can see it. I can see the divisiveness. And I feel like the same way people went out and voted his ass out, I feel like, I don't know, them Trumpians may do the exact same thing the next four years. I think that I guess- can, that's a that's that's a definite possibility. And not to not to forget the Senate races that are going to be happening. They're going to make sure they they vote their their Trumpian uh, candidates as well. The best way to get them not to vote is to use their tactics by saying, "Don't vote. It's rigged," and then no one's going to vote. <laughs> and he was still pushing that. It was rigged. They're rigging the election. They're rigging. All right, not voting. Then they lost. Why did we lose? Because you told them not to vote. Oh, the funny thing was on on uh, Fox News. They were. I think that was the only uh, news station that was airing CPAC, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when he was talking about the big lie, <laughs> Fox had a had a graphic that said um, there is no proof that of what Trump's saying is true. Yeah, <laughs> that they was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. They they had to really put a statement out there to say like, hey, we don't agree with this message. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they would have gotten sued by the yeah, they would have sued their asses again. Yeah, you're right. They were sued originally. Yeah, I they guess... were sued. That, that's crazy. You gotta mm-hmm. put that. That says a lot. And now Trump man over here is trying to sue social media, basically the social media titans, Twitter, Facebook. All of them for censorship. Can you believe that, Bastion? Censorship. It, it it follows the rule of like free speech, but like free speech has its like its limits, right? But also, Bastion, and here's the thing: each of these services have their own terms and conditions, right? And the funny South Park episode where Kyle forgets to read. Apple's new terms and condition, then he gets turned into a human centipede. It's the same thing with with um with what Trump's doing. He didn't read the terms and conditions. In the terms and conditions, I'm sure there's a fine line where it says, "Hey, you are not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this." And they let him swing for a long time. Of course, because he's the president. Of course. No, also he made good content for the platform. That too. It was very polarizing. But also, he was the president, so get away with a little bit more stuff. But then, you know, after that whole Capitol riot that happened, thanks to QAnon, by the way. And I remember you talking to me about QAnon before all this happened. 
and I still didn't understand it. But now that they're bringing it up again, I think that's the the Trump ties to QAnon. I think that's a whole interesting thing within itself. Yeah, it's a it's all one and the same at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Or one is using the other, like the tea part, like the Republicans using the Tea Party. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, like, let me get into the next song. Yeah, let's get into the next song. That was our Trumpian take. It's good to have him back. <laughs> our next song of the week is Little Sims is back again, and she's dropping an album in September. Bastion. This track right here is called Woman. It's featuring Cleo Soul. I feel like they're a great duo. We'll be right back. This is Black Seinfeld, a show about nothing. Enjoy. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some music. And I think that's it. Right? Yep. All right. Cool. All right. We'll be back. Women got the melanin dripping, L-O-N-D-O-N, city girl living in the back, looking like fire, chili pepper, you're a girl, tougher than imperial leather. He was getting bitter while she was getting better, diamonds are forever. Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem, works hard in the week, party on the weekend. No, you want to live with no one watching how you spend, got a thing for the finer things and the finer men. Miss Tanzania, she a do or die, says she you wanna know more about the Sukuma tribe? We hit the zoo, once wasn't enough. Got an ocean full of knowledge, you could scuba dive. Miss Ethiopia can play so jazzy. They sit you down to school, you want Selassie. Tell them you're nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow. Tell them what's up. For your country, son, kissing your brown skin, looking like money. Says she focusing on being an accountant. When you have beauty and brains, they find it astounding. Why she been getting it on her own, nigga? Self-made, ain't nobody doing gold, nigga. Now, Miss India always speaks with her chest. Got respect from her people, cause she leads them the best. Hmm, real life queen in the flesh. Know the crown get heavy, still the bees on your head. Brooklyn ladies know you hustle on the daily, innovative just like Donna Summer in the 80s. Your time is seeing you glow now. Intelligence and elegance, show them how. Miss Jamaica understand food for the soul. She get up in the kitchen, no, she throw down. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow. Tell them what's up. Gonna go, calm with it, never let the marijuana fail. 
Though a sucker for the romance, take you to the homeland. One way, she ain't coming back, nah. All I see is black stars and I friggin' love it, yeah, yeah. Time's up, tell the people that we coming, yeah, yeah. Done being in the shadow, going public, yeah, yeah. Don't know how to bear it, how to stomach, yeah, yeah. Hand over the shit and let us run it, yeah, yeah. All we know is looking clueless, all they know is stairs, there. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow, glow, glow. And that was Lil Sims Cleo Soul with Woman. Album coming out September, so I'm I can't wait. It's gonna be great. This song is amazing. Song was beautiful. Bashin, what are your takes? Very nice. I like it. I have to listen to it with better headphones, but um, because this headphone lacks bass, it's great for voice vocals, but lacks a lot of bass. But uh, I like it. Okay. I was bumping to it once once the second hook came in. Yeah. Music time, music time, music reviews. There's a lot of music that's been dropping, Bastion. Ready to kick this off? Yeah, let's, let's go. All right, let's... first things first. My man is back. LBC, Long Beach. The man himself, Vincent Staples, with his latest album, self-titled, Vince Staples. Not a lot of songs. 22 mm-hmm. minutes. Love it. Love that already because I have stuff to do. So it only takes a train ride for me to get to and from work to listen to the whole album. And to me, I think personally, one of his best albums yet. Produced by Kenny Beats. All of the beats produced by Kenny. Um, and to me, when listening to this album, it feels like I'm having brunch with a bunch of Crips. That's what this it, album feels like. It's funny you said 22 minutes. It doesn't feel like 22 minutes. It doesn't. How, how long does it feel to you? No, it feels like a like a forty minute album. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Love the seamless transitions. And to me, Bastion, I think this album is the most um, personal album, which is why I feel like he named it after himself. That's why I feel like he self titled uh, the album because it talks about young Vin Staples in the hood, doing hood ish, um, with his family, his family being part of that life. Uh, some of the the things that he would partake in, the people that he knew, um, different addresses in in Long Beach, of course, were from New York. So I don't know nothing about that lifestyle, but he painted a vivid picture of of his past life. So listening to Vince Staples over the years, I, I definitely understand not where he's coming from. I don't understand, you know. Like I do understand what he's referencing to, because he's always talking about the past, 
in a different way. Maybe it's on a different type of beat. Maybe he's going at it at a different angle. He always has something to say, right? But at the same time, he's also keeping you at a distance and you as in the listener. And as you said, this is his most personal album. It feels like he's explaining, maybe talking about the hood, not like hood trauma, but um, like PTSD. Like, yeah, his norms. Yeah. Like going over his norms, going over his pains, going over what he's maybe afraid of or pretty much explaining his past. Yeah. Like why he is the person he is today mm-hmm. and why he doesn't have to trust no one, why he doesn't have to go outside. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, are you down? Like even the first track of the album, which I think is the best way to start the album. Are you with that? Mm-hmm. Are you with that? Are you with everything? Are and then the whole that? album pretty much breaks breaks down like what that is. Right. And, you know, I think it's important to to note that because, you know, he talks about this in his album as well. You know, it just doesn't start with him. Right. It just it, it begins with this whole family. You know, his mom's a part of it. Dad was a part of it. Aunts, uncles like this is just what he knew. Friends. And I think um, like even some I remember he ad libbed like dead homies. Yeah, homies. Just referencing like people he knew, mm-hmm. he grew up with, seeing them on the streets, and they just passed away, and that's probably something very painful for him to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every album or something. Right. I remember in in one particular song, um, he was talking about you know, staying, uh, staying protected, if you will, and having his mother even tell him like, hey, don't. Don't um don't keep it on safety because you just never know like what can happen to you. So No, he said that. That was his bar. Yeah, but he said that was from his mom. He learned that from his oh. mom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. nuts. I'll I think every bar fits on this is like an old Kanye West concept for my beautiful directors of fantasy when he said every bar needs to be on a t shirt. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about this album. Like listening to it, like the bars were just on point. Yeah. And he and you know, going back to it's a very short, precise album. As the old as uh, Earl Sweatshirt once said, it's short, so you can listen to it again and again right after. Yeah. We are we all are used to having like these forty minute concept albums. I won't say concept, forty minute albums. No, just run, just run it back twice. Because, like Tyler, you know, first listen, you're like, okay, what are they really trying to do here? Because I didn't understand the album. I know people were making jokes saying like, oh, I love that he's rapping on like regular beats now. It's like, no, I always love he always did that. on <laughs> pop beats. Yeah, I I love electro beats. Yeah, I loved experimental Vince Staples when he was doing a lot of that, like electric electro techno sort of sound i like like um that uh 2017 project love that project because that i I like that sound that he was doing you know he was doing that um sound on on a lot of like guest featured tracks as well like with the gorillas and such like he he was he was doing that stuff oh i think uh, also on Jaden's album if i'm not mistaken um the the black panther album as well 
I like Vince Staples on that sound wave, but um, I think in order for him to be as personal as possible, I think the reason why he he went more of a, a more of a minimalistic sort of um, Cali centric sort of vibe. I think um, he just stripped back um, the layers of all of that stuff to get to like the core of who he is. Um, why is he the way that he is? If that makes sense. Yeah. It it, it makes sense. It like I said, just this album's very personal. You could pretty much break it down for anybody. Um, no, I think what most people should do, and if you haven't listened, to it, just like you know, sit down, put your headphones on. Don't try to read the lyrics. I think just try to hear him say it. Just vibe with it. Just vibe with it, and um, everything will just come together. Kenny Beats did an excellent job on this album. Yes. Just want to point that out. He's really uh, a very fun and interesting producer. He's also on Twitch, so sometimes he comments on other people's beats as well, and also shows. People, how he makes beats too, and it's pretty fun and interesting. Um, so it's always uh, surprising that when he could work with other people, other artists, and the sound is completely different. Yeah. So he worked with Rico Nasty, that sound is way different. Worked with um, Zach Fox. <laughs> Zach Fox, that sound is different. And he also worked with Denzel Curry. Yeah. And that was a project. That's right. You know, he, he knows how to work with people and he knows how to kind of get the best out of them. I don't know if he points direction, but, but Vince Staples seems like an easy person to work with when um, there's a direction to go with. Yeah. So Definitely. 22 minutes, everything stri- uh, super straightforward. Great album. It, it, it's a great album. And I think it gets better the more you listen to it, especially the production. Yeah. I wasn't feeling... I was feeling the verses the first listen. I wasn't feeling the production, mm-hmm. but after maybe the like I said short albums, you can listen to it again. After maybe the fourth or fifth listen, like those beats play in my head while I'm not listening to an album, yeah. especially track three. Um, but yeah, Lil Fade is my favorite personally. Love that yeah. track. The first track is my favorite. Also, the music video for it is just like perfect. Uh, uh Avengers, Love the Avengers. No, no, that's the, that's the second track um the first are, are track, you with that are, are you sorry are you with that uh, i didn't see the video for that i only saw the video for love avengers yeah so i hope of averages sorry he's always he's always really really good at music videos yeah definitely definitely yeah you got a whole team it, it kind of it's like sometimes i i have to compare him to like kendrick lamar because of uh they talk about similar topics but differently on their way but Vince Staples always had great music videos. It took a long time for Kendrick Martin to have good music videos. I will say that to this day. I remember Section That's 80. That's fair. Yeah. He was Section just 80, rapping. I, I was like, yo, this song is amazing. He's music just video rapping, sucks. though. Yeah, he's just rapping, though. <laughs> and I was a kid, though. I was like... like it was 2011. 2011. I was 16, 15. I was listening to Kendrick Martin. I was like, yo, I'm a very rapper right now. Mm, too bad his music videos suck. I'm always <laughs> on YouTube. But like Vince Staples out, it's like, oh man, his, his videos are always on point. His interviews are always on point. It's like Earl Sweatshirts. Like everything's always on point. Love Vince Staples. Staples interviews. They're, they're great. They're great. You know, he, he can have his own show, his whole he does have right. the I don't know if he still does it because I don't have um iTunes radio. Not iTunes radio, uh, Apple Music. Mm. But he had um I'll check it out. Radio, radio show. Okay. What I love about Vince Staples is that 
you know, people think he's like really joking on certain things, but no, he's like dead ass serious. Yeah. He he's serious. I, yeah. He 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 has a perspective. Yeah, I enjoy he- just hearing his perspective on everything. Like when he said, "Yo, my favorite ba- my favorite rapper was Bow Wow." And I was like, "Yes, I get it. I understand it." And people were making fun of him for it, but I'm like, "Bro, you were not our age when Bow Wow was hot in these streets." Same thing about 90s 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 music. Yeah. When he commented on it and it went viral for no reason. Like <laughs> yeah. he had a point. Same same as me. Like I ain't listen to nineties music. Fair. Born in, born in ninety four. Exactly. I wasn't listening to nineties music like that. Hell no. I was watching uh the eighteens. I was watching Nickelodeon. That's what yeah. I was doing. Disney yeah. Channel, Cartoon Network. I was listening to Aaron Carter back then. I wonder how our minds would have would be if we listened to the music today. Because I listen I grew up with the backpack rap. Right. You know, we're Wale's, your OG Drake's, your young Kid Cuddy's, like Charles Hamilton. Like, I'm, I'm, I always try to wonder, it's like, damn, if I grew up with Vince Staples, how would that be? Like, Vince Staples today. Not back then. Mm. Not our future Vince Staples, yeah. but like Vince Staples today. That's how I feel. That's what I think about a lot for, like, kids who listen to, who grew up with, like, today's Drake. Or Drake of five years ago instead of, like, 2009 Drake. Because Drake's been around for damn near a decade, so there's a lot of out rapping Lil Wayne sometimes. That's right. how crazy he was. Back e- exactly. Then. Sometimes, sometimes. Yes. Lil Wayne was still out rapping when he was still on like but... when he was doing like Ransom and all that stuff. Ooh, Ransom. Right. That's it. some '09 ish right there, bro. I was telling I was telling people in high school like, Yo, Drake is out here. Like, yeah. Probably the best rapper ever. Mm-hmm. Then the first album came and I kind of lost a lot of cred. Yeah, but, and that motherfucker started singing, I'm more than just an option. Yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, I'll never forget that. I will never yeah. forget that. To this day, that song still irks me. And then, I don't know if you remember this. Produced but by Kanye. Produced by Kanye. It was supposed to be on 808s, allegedly. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's that's what I keep hearing. It could be. They they finished it away in like three months, mm-hmm. so it could be a left over. Then you had Movado in the video trying to kill Drake over this damn girl with this damn tattoo. Whatever. That was very 2012. So it was 2010. 2010. It was very yeah. 2010. It yeah. fits within the time. It was You're right. 2010, 2013 was pretty much all the same. But yeah, it, it fit. Right. <laughs> it doesn't fit now. It's corny now. It, but he could, just, he could he, he could do, do his it music now. videos. Yeah. His, his music video now is like when he's playing ball against Kevin Durant. Like exactly. that that's that's the Drake we know. We right. Like today. Exactly. So I, I do think about like uh, how kids view Drake, especially because there were so many different iterations of Drake. There's like the earlier Drake from like 2009 all the way up to like, I'd say 2013. And then like when Drake can just do no wrong after that. Yeah. Yeah. And but now we're like, I'm tired of Drake. New Drake song came out. It was it dark tapes too? I'm listening to this like a hundred times. It's, Fire. It's, it's, it's amazing. And now he's now he's dating some poor basketball. We don't kids have mom. to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about. It. We're not childish internet people. We're, We're not, not man. But like We're not lames. Let's nope. not forget. Like Drake ruined a, a a damn engagement. Like we're not, I'm not going to pass that up. Like the man ruined a damn engagement all for content off of his album. He rapped about it. And now he's just dating this dude's mom. 
that everybody's a mom. Drake's a king. He Drake is Drake's a king. Shout out to Drake. It's not that big of a deal. We 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 move it along here yes. sometimes, you know. So yeah, let's, let, let's let's get into Space Jam. We spoke about the track list and we wanted to listen to it. Yes. Uh, Geo, we I haven't st- watched the movie yet. No, I haven't watched the movie, but I've seen a lot of the reviews. It and premieres they're... today. Yeah. Well, it it actually premieres Friday, but. Oh no! The, oh no! My fault. The premiere was yesterday. Right. It was last night. Yeah. Yeah, but it's in theaters everywhere, Friday. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have been seeing the reviews, and uh, yeah, they're really trashing this movie. Like worse than they did the first Space Jam. Like they're really trashing. Well, this why movie. are we getting adults to review a kids movie? I don't know, man. Like I get it, and I and I understand it too. Um, just like Michael Jordan, I'd say like LeBron is a is a pretty well known athlete. And so, household name. Household name. So, you know, whatever he's on, people are just going to watch. So I think that's why they decided to just watch this one. I don't I don't know, man. It's like they're – I hope he's just a better actor, though, than Michael Jordan because in re-watching Space Jam, the first one, you know, trying to take off all the nostalgia goggles and, and the music and all that stuff, like – Getting down to the movie it, within itself, like watching it as a 25-year-old, 26-year-old, it's not a good movie. Like, it's not that great. <laughs> hey, before we even get into talking about Space Jam New Legacy, I just want to talk about the original Space Jam soundtrack. I listened to the original soundtrack, too. Nice. So let me just, like, preface it. I, I personally have the VHS copy of this. And every time you play it for the first minute, you, it's a, like it's an Kelly video. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I believe I could fly, and you hear it. Then they're pretty much going over the soundtrack, and right. I always listen to it because it's like two minutes of like a sampler. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, if you buy a CD like anywhere, they'll give you a sampler, so you could be listening to uh, Inspector Gadget CD. And the first song, the first one will be a song, and the rest will be, like, three samplers. Right. And then they'll tell you to go buy the album. Right. It, it was a thing. It's crazy that they, we used to do, they used to do that. Now you can just preview it on, on you know, iTunes or whatever. iTunes for 30 seconds. Yeah. Samplers are still stupid. Like, just go on YouTube, bro. Um, so I before I, I listened, before I went to go listen to the new Space Jam, a new Legacy soundtrack, mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, compare it to the old the old, like what? What did we do in the '90s? What was the direction for soundtracks in the '90s, especially for a kids' movie starring a the global superstar at the time, compared to today's global superstar at this time? Question: Did you take off your nostalgia goggles when listening to the album? Because I feel like that's uh, very important. This, um, it's only nostalgia for the hits. Exactly, but also these. A lot of these songs that were on it, they they can hold a special place within our hearts, no matter how bad the person may be or what. No matter what they have done, they have created something that has lasted a damn lifetime. Where you hear things in uh, graduations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and you hear those songs in the movies, and you're like, "Damn, I remember that scene when I heard that song." 
like when Michael gets his damn sneakers, it's the first track, freaking Seal, with the cover song. Great song. Wait, wait, wait. One thing I you did talk about nostalgia goggles. Right? Yes. I don't remember it mixed sounding like this. Okay. But you I remember like... the scene when you heard the song, yes or no? Okay, I agree. I, I remember the song. Exactly. Oh, because the beginning of the movie, he was playing basketball. Right. And, he, and like, then every. His... Right. And then you hear, I believe I can fly. Yeah. Woo! And then they go into, um, everybody get up in time. And you see and the whole Quad montage. City DJs, right? Yeah. Um, isn't, that's another song where, in my head, if I haven't heard this song in 20 years, it sounds different. But when right. I was listening to it, it's like, why is it mixed this way? Yeah. Why is this so loud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I didn't realize that song was like five minutes long. Because I, I was walking to work and I'm listening to this and I'm like, this is still going. And it's just saying the same thing. Walking through this thing. Yeah. But for five minutes. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I think I actually listened. I, I'm looking at the YouTube list because that's the only place you could find it because it's not on title. Oh, they have it on Spotify. Really? They just okay. took some some songs off, but you know, you could just find like the Monstars track. Like I found that on YouTube, but yeah, they for the most part they have most of the track list. So, just to kind of like pretty much go over it. It's all R&B. Well, I won't say all, but yeah, a lot of it is R&B. 90% of it is R&B. And that was the hot like commodity back then. Right. So, you have your Seal, your Coolio's, R. Kelly's, D'Angelo, Monica, mm-hmm. Salt and Pepper, Barry White, Chris Rock. Yeah, Black, yeah. You know? And then, then you have um, uh, a track, Changing Faces. I don't know who Changing Faces is. Yeah, but also Hove was on it though. And Hove, you know, R. Kelly, Changing Faces, and Hove. Like, and Hove gave you like a really good verse. Right. You listen to it, it's like, oh, old school Hove, cool. Let me listen to it. Like, oh, this is really good. Why don't you put this on the B sides, Hove? <laughs> but that was like, a joke but just to like talk about the overall experience with like my 27 year old eyes looking back at my whatever my six-year-old mind was listening to back then right. like, oh okay um everything sounds way worse than i remember but everything's still like good <laughs> yeah fair enough that's fair <laughs> that's what i thought too i was like all right i i know where these scenes are from but like yo like, I'm shocked that, like, I forgot that I was listening to a Space Jam album because of how much R&B it was. Um, and there's, like, one rap track. Well, two, because Coolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, shout I, out to Coolio. Shout yeah. out to Coolio, man. But, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the album for what it was because, again, it's a it's a movie soundtrack. It's a theater soundtrack. Um and of course, like when you have one of the best selling songs of all time on that album, it does something. <laughs> yeah, it does something. So let's now discuss the new album, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Geo? I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, to be honest. Like no. so, a lot of the songs were like, okay, they were decent. Uh, it was just, I'd say. The bottom half is a lot better than the top half, especially when when I got into that John Legend track. I, I was like, that was when I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. 
were you referencing to the one with Chance the Rapper or no, the solo track? The solo track. Okay. Because when we were talking about it um, a couple of days ago, you said, I couldn't pass the John Legend track. Yeah. I said, well, Chance gave it like a really good verse. No, no, it wasn't that one. It was the other one. And I, that's why I was very confused. Crowd no, go crazy. I thought, but I, I thought like, see me fly. I thought it was going to be corny. But by the time I got to the end of the song, I said, oh, I like this. No, it wasn't. No, that wasn't the bad one. It was crowd go crazy because because yeah. right after um see me fly was hoops with uh salt and pepper and sweetie and cash doll didn't really care for that and then Lil uzi vert tried his best to do pump up the jam i i really didn't he tried he tried but no and then uh just for me uh saint john love saint john and scissor this was like the official space jam theme um and I honestly didn't care for it that much. And it broke my heart, honestly, because I like St. John. It wasn't memorable. It wasn't memorable. And then we went, then I got to crowd go crazy. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. But then once I passed uh, Mercy from the Jonas Brothers and got into Game Time Loteca, the rest of it, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of um, Corday. Yep. Seattle score um and Duckworth. And I was kind of surprised. This is another thing. That's why I said like Corday, like he's he's gonna be really good. Not and he's already getting much better. Mm-hmm. Um and Bronkhampton MVP. Yes. I thought that track was like okay. Like no, I like I know a lot of people hate Bronkhampton right now. What did you but think about the hyphy um good. Bay area track with Dame Dollar G Easy, P Low and, and White Dave? It was fine. I really liked it. It was fine. Like I was like, okay, this is good. This I is cool. I kept repeating it because you know me. I'm oh, a yeah? sucker for Bay Area stuff. Man. Shout out to the Bay. I love that yeah. hyphy sound. So I was like, hey, okay, I'm rocking with this. Like they got Dame Dollar, and this is a, a, a person who understands that rap is uh, a hobby. Yeah, but did Dame we Dalla. say he's the best um, basketball rapper? We did say this. Yes. Um. Yeah, yeah. Dame Dollar is a hop, is a rapper, is a basketball player whose hobby is rap. Yes, he doesn't have the breathing techniques to do perform live just yet, but you know he's, but he's still good. one of the best basketball players right now. Better than Iman Shumpert. So Iman Shumpert is something. I don't want to talk about Iman Shumpert. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like I said, the the first oh, half of the oh, album. I okay. I was gonna say I can't forget about Big Frida track. Love the bounce track. Love Big Frida. That was fire. I was like, yes. And it caught me by surprise because I'm not looking at the track list because I, I remember oh, Big Frida's on the album. But I was like, boom, was like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot she's on the album. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Love the Big Frida album. Leon Bridges. I was I was shocked they got Leon Bridges on this. Like that was a that was a turn. I love the Leon Bridges album. And then Anthony Ramos, he just seems to just find his way on everything now. Um, great singing voice. He's a good singer. Not going to lie. Nothing bad to say about Anthony Ramos with the best. But overall, I, I give it a couple more listens, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible. I'm just not listening to the first half. Okay. I'm just going to start off with game time with Lil Tech and Amine. Before we get into the next album, I just want to quickly go over how Chance the Rapper is trying to get back into the public eye. 
and I I have him subscribed on YouTube maybe from like years ago, and he keeps dropping stuff, and it's not really hitting the numbers. <laughs> Did he pay his manager yet? No, but he is coming finally with the his um, documentary on the coloring book that he filmed years ago. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to come out years ago. It's finally Five years about ago? to come out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've, I feel like he missed that deadline. I think like two years after that album came out, he was supposed to drop. Well, it's it's twenty twenty one. The coloring book. Um, the coloring book. Not his last album. Not the big day. The coloring book. I'm talking oh, about. Oh, the first. No, that's yeah, that's um twenty sixteen. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean, five years ago. Yeah, it's it's a bit played out because the yeah. big day kind of ruins his name. <laughs> So now you're dropping the coloring book. Like hey, I love the coloring book. I saw him perform the coloring book live, it's and good, it was really good. It's a great mixtape. Like, it was very holy, you know, felt yeah. like church, but it was really good. And then we got, hey there, Mister Sister, would you like to be my Mister, so I can hug and hug and hug and hug you. Ah, uh, okay, Bastion. I'm really excited to hear your take on this new IDK album. IDK, um, use for yourself. Very, uh, I think every album is very personal for him. What you get out of IDK is lyric, um, him working with other artists, and a change in production. So that I think his albums has been getting better in terms of production. Because he knows he wants to make music. In this album, just like the last one, it was kind of hard to listen to in terms of like his uh, what he went through and what he's going through. And he, he went through a lot. It's very difficult. Like the music is still great, but in terms of like how he puts his words out and how he explains the situation in very detailed. And you could like just see it. It's really hard. Like you kind of feel bad for him a lot, and especially the last album. I just felt hard. Like you, you went to a lot, especially like your mom died and how she died, and, like what happened, and how the family dealt with it, and how you do you're currently dealing with it, and also like how you currently think is because of the things in the past. Like it's it's a lot of trauma that's going on in this album. The production is on point. It's just like like I said, it's it's very painful. It's taxing for you to listen to. Some songs are. Okay. You know, it was like that in the last album. Like, when he was, like, really, like, no, it's like, listen to Eminem. It's like, you know, some songs, like, you can listen to all day, but sometimes you just got to yeah. skip um, I'm Sorry Mama. Yeah. You know, great song, but it's like, it, it's just very painful. Right. Kim. You know? I'm not listening to Kim. No, no, Skeletons in My Closet. In My Closet. Yeah, it's In My Closet. In, in My Closet. Like, no, not Kim Kim's something else. But In My Closet right. is, like, talking about something personal. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not comparing it, but it's like the same like emotional drain. Like when you listen to it, it's like this is really, really good, but wow, this is powerful, and wow, this this is very emotional. Like you have a lot to talk about. Hmm. But overall, it's like, um, yeah. What what's your thoughts on the album? Well, Bastion, the way you said it, I honestly respect it. However, comma. At times in listening to this album, a lot of times, I was like, yo, am I listening to Kanye West? 
Oh, you're going to say that too? Bruh, you didn't fear it? I've heard it a long time ago. I heard it maybe an album ago. True, but like this one though. At but, times I legit thought like, wait, is this Kanye? Like it's it's a lot of it has a lot to do with the cadences. A lot the cadences. of it, a lot of it also production as well. And the stuff that he says, it does sound like some stuff Kanye would say. It really does. Because they kind of have the, like the same right idea of what music should sound like. Right. So sometimes when he says a couple of verses, and I'm going to just reference like one of my favorite tracks because it's how he put it together is Red, mm-hmm. right? Red, him, West Side Gun, throughout the right. whole thing. Oh, a little sprinkle. MF um, Doom. MF Doom. Mm-hmm. It's a little sprinkle. And uh, J Electronica ending. I don't know if that's like a fresh verse because he, it's like he, you know, J Electronica uses the same words and metaphors sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like that's a new verse. I, I couldn't tell because I listened to J Electronica. But I, I like that track. But that track is very Kanye right. in the way he talks. So I was like, hmm, this is it's very interesting. But I'm, I'm able to separate it. So it, it, it wasn't uh, distracting. That song was distracting. But everything else was fine. Like, let's let's go to, like, Santa Monica Boulevard real quick. He's like, now I'm switching up my energy. Now it's F all my enemies. Feel like hun- Feel like I got hundreds of them. No... No love for me, y'all ninjas ain't this. Y'all, y'all ninjas ain't in the streets. Y'all ain't in the industry. Y'all niggas fake ministry. Um, y'all niggas sin just then just to preach. No deal. I like to breach. Like this is some. I would literally Kanye would say something like this to me. So when he was saying stuff like this, I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I well, not hold that up. style, but like when he's describing something, it it feels like um. Old Kanye what? would definitely say that. This new Kanye, no, but old Kanye, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. I, I hope it, it didn't distract you from the album, though. Like it distracts a lot of people. It distracted me a lot, Bash, and I'm not going to lie. Um, after what you said about like the stuff that he went through, it it's definitely very painful and stuff, but I'm not going to lie, bro. The cadences and his the cadences and i just say his influences because i think that'd be safe to say that he's influenced by kanye yeah 100 100 a lot but it it was distracting for me because i legit thought that i was hearing a new kanye album for some reason I'm like wait hold up did i just flip into some new like unreleased kanye tracks or something like no this is idk but for me at least it sounded great sounded beautiful production was great it just you know it's like how you felt about kid cuddy great example you were saying that a kid cuddy was sounding a lot like travis scott did you not yeah and that's exactly how i felt about this idk album great great production great vocals however this man sounded a lot like kanye and it was hard for me to ignore it Okay, I feel like you just need to listen to his voice more. So I recommend you. You heard "Is He Real?" Yes. I don't know. I, like I said, it it wasn't distracting. It did distract a lot of people, which sucked. But um, I well, thought this was a, a very interesting album. I still need a couple more listens to it. Well, I'm pr- pretty much dedicating my 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 whole entire week to Ben Staples, but I was listening to his 
this uh, this album as well. 40, 40 yeah. minute album. Same, same. Well, Bastion, you know, how about we let the people um decide because I have a track I'm gonna play to to end out this uh this show. Great show. It was another classic. I had fun as always. Um, this is one of my favorite songs. Um, Puerto Rico with Lucky Day. It's one of my favorite tracks. And is it just Lucky Day? Hold on. It's Lucky Day and Sway. No, not Sway Lee. No, just Lucky Day. I was right. So, um, is there anything else you want to say before we leave? Hey, man. Hey, you know, check out our podcast. We're pretty much everywhere. So just type in Black Seinfeld. You see us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. Just type in Black Seinfeld and you'll see us. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is Black Seinfeld NY. And if you have any questions, Black Seinfeld NY at gmail.com. And if you want to follow our stuff and check out older episodes, go on blackseinfeld.com. Until next week, I'm going to bed. Peace. Peace. Girl, you're just like Puerto Rico. Sunshine sometimes, Miami. When it rains, it pours like London. Ooh, your looks could be deceiving. Thought I knew ya. Toast the door, bed or floor. I just want more. I can't get enough of you. What I got in store is all of yours. I just want more. Mm, I can't get enough. She wanna ride that. To the top of the pole Throw a couple dollars, make her get it and go Front to front, front to back, front to side Do it face to face Understand I'm a free agent But I'm yours today Single like dollar like radio play For the radio head, I promise I'll stay Gotta switch up the station like under delay Single like uno, no dos, no tres Girl, you're just like Puerto Rico Sunshine sometimes, Miami When it rains, it pours like London Ooh, your looks could be deceiving Thought I knew ya Close the door, bed or floor I just want more I can't get enough of you What I got in store is all of yours I just want more I can't get enough of you Yeah.